Welcome to the In the Garage podcast by CarParts.com. I'm your host, Mark DeGrasse, your go-to buddy for all things automotive. From the roar of your weekend project car to the hum of your daily drive, we've got it covered. Whether you're a gearhead who loves keeping your cars, trucks, SUVs, and hot rods in tip-top shape, or you're just dipping your toes into the world of automotive, we promise you a ride filled with knowledge, laughs, and top-notch advice from the industry's finest. So buckle up and let's hit the road together. Today we have Scott Johnson, our category director at carparts.com, and we're talking off-road, which you have a lot of experience with. So let's get started. Uh, how'd you get into off-road? Well, <clears throat> just actually kind of fell into it. So I was, I've been in the automotive industry uh, already and ended up uh, getting into Jeep and trucks. Nice. And just one thing led to another and started working for uh, companies that built parts, started, uh, new, new product development, and just kind of fell into it. Awesome. Did you have like a, a road trip where you took with a friend or who kind of introduced you to off-road in the first? Or did you just get stuck on a road somewhere? Well, <laughs> well no, actually it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, just through work. Just, uh, you know, you have a lot of these brands, they have a lot of events. Uh, they'll be at, at a lot of trails. So just, you know, working with them and then just being thrown into the fire, just going out with the, uh, with the crew. Nice. All right, folks, we've got something special coming up. It's time to pause for a moment and hear a word from our sponsor. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss this. For two decades, PowerStop has had one mission. Top quality brake upgrades for every ride. With one box, you get pads, rotors, and hardware. Available for 98% of vehicles. Upgrade with PowerStop. Brake with confidence. Get yours now at carparts.com. What was your first kind of off-road car? Uh, so I've had a Project 89YJ for about eight years and nice. this is, it's been the slowest project, but we're, we're getting there. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's been my, 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 my baby. That's awesome. Did you buy it? Uh, I mean, was it broken down or? Well, the funny story is, is so my, uh, my brother-in-law who I went in to it with, he used to be a mechanic at a shop and the lady was turning into the shop to get it fixed because she couldn't get it smogged. Mm -hmm. uh, well, when she was turning in to get it fixed, she got hit. So she's just like, I, I want to get rid of this thing. So we picked it up for $900 yes. um, and we just split it. So that's kind of how, <laughs> that's I, that's awesome. how I got into it. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's a great story too. Well, I love how you had kind of a partner with it. Right. So, and, and a mechanic. Yeah. So somebody who could show you uh, some of the things maybe you didn't know. So, so as you got into, you know, kind of that first project car, uh, would you see different in terms of the upgrades that say you'd done to other cars or things that weren't off-road oriented that you had to do now that was an off-road vehicle? Well, I, I think a lot for the, uh, for the YJs, this thing's, you know, 30 plus years old. Mm. So a lot of the rust. Oh, okay. So, you're uh, so it, uh, it's a bit of battle with that. Uh, Rejuvenation. Right, right, right. So it's. Uh, everything that takes what you think will take an hour will take five <laughs> rusted bolts <laughs> and get rail and, uh, railroaded in between. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So factoring in more time, <laughs> more maybe. time, more time for the rust factor. Sense. So is there uh, you know, was it off-roaded before or was this kind of like a daily driver that now you decided to, so I think the guy used to, uh, he used to take it out a little bit, but not much cause mm -hmm. it was, it was fairly stock. Uh, he did do an upgrade in the engine. So the YJ came with a 2.5 liter and also a 4 liter. Hit, uh, the one uh, he had was for a 2.5, but he did the engine swap himself. Oh. And since Is that a good or bad thing? It's better because it's got more torque, okay. a little bit bigger engine, more torque. Um, I don't think he did it the right way, and that's why his when he was no longer around, his daughter couldn't get it smogged. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a big factor right there. Yeah. Now at that, did you you had to get smogged at that point, right? 
Yes, we have we have gotten it smogged. Um, just don't ask me anymore about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, I guess if you're off roading, it's not something that you. Yeah, I mean, phase two will. will uh, I'm still finishing phase one. Phase two will be uh, an LS engine swap, so we'll, we'll get around to it. Mm. We just need to put some miles on it. So, what what was the kind of your uh, dream list of upgrades for the you know the vehicle when you got it? So it was a yellow Islander, mm. which was. Uh, Kind of an eye, a sore eye, because uh, <laughs> just the uh, the sun had had uh, rotted it out a little bit. Uh, so first it was just making it look better. So I, I did a uh, a cement gray, kind of like the Toyota oh, nice. cement gray uh, Rhino lining. So you couldn't really uh, scratch it. It was built for the trail, oh, nice. uh, and then just put on all the armor, so I wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. So that was like the biggest thing I wanted to do. And then obviously lift wheels, tires. And get it out of that stock. Nice. <laughs> now, did you have you been on trips? I'm guessing a few trips. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, probably the best trip was Rubicon Trail, which was amazing. Highly suggested for anybody. Um, once again, went with a work with work group, and just to get into the campsite, you're looking at probably a, a solid eight nine hours of wheeling uh, just to get in. So, once you're there, uh, the only way you're getting out of there fast is airlifted, but <laughs> Uh, you know, it was, it was a great time, beautiful trails, beautiful scenery. Uh, we got there, uh, right off of the, the river there. There's a nice little area for like, I'd say a downtown area with, you know, where they serve you food, there's a bar. And so it's kind of like a community out there. You meet a lot of people and we call them Jeeple. Jeeple. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a, a real good time. That's awesome. So when you're going on the trail, like what, what kind of, you know, things did you expect? It was an eight hour drive actually in roads could be pretty difficult yeah <laughs> for this situation where you're replacing tires all the time where you're dragging people out of you know the you, mud well surprisingly it wasn't it wasn't too bad um when you when you start uh getting ready to go on the trail you actually air down your tires a little yeah. bit uh so you'll go down like to like you know, usually it's about 35 40 you know somewhere in that mm -hmm. ballpark but you'll air down to about 10 to 15 and that'll just help you get a lot more traction when, when you're trying oh, to get to out 15 that sounds like nothing yeah it's wild. Um, but yeah, that, that air down, it just, a lot more of the tire gets contact with, with you know, an obstacle, the road, whatever. And that's kind of what helps you get out. Uh, but the, the event had a lot of, uh, they call them spotters, mm. where people will help you like, hey, you know, there's a spot over here. You want to use that to get up. Like, they'll help you um, if you're not, you know, the most uh, advanced or, you know, a beginner. So it's very, it's very it's accommodating. Okay. Now, is there, are there different levels of, of road, like off-road trail? Is it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't, th I don't know if they have them. Uh, I wouldn't say like a black diamond or, or stuff like that, kind of like skiing, yeah. but, but there's definitely like, they'll give a fair warning. Like, Hey, this is no, no, no lower than 35s or, mm. you know, you, you'll need a lift. Okay. So they'll kind of so give almost those like warnings. performance specs. Yeah, absolutely. Is, are there driving specs too? Because I imagine some people are good and some people aren't. Uh, I, I think you're kind of on your own at that point. Okay. <laughs> it's like we expect you to be able to do this if you have the right car. Right, right, right. right. So it's definitely uh, the the parts for your, your car need the lift, the tires. Obviously, it definitely helps. Awesome. Now, are there are there tricks to driving? Because you know, I, I've been off roading a few times, and most of the time, you know, you're looking out for the the big rocks and things that could break your vehicle. But yeah. um, are there any tips for people who are say have never gone off roading before and kind of want to get into it in order to maybe not break their car the first time? Sure. Yeah. I mean, 
you really would want to drive on the high points. Like mm -hmm. you don't want to get like a, a, a big rock underneath in between your tires because then that's going to hit your, your axles or oh, anything yeah. on, on your body. So you'll, you want to drive on the, the rocks and kind of use, use those as uh, to get off. Uh, get above and around those obstacles. Yeah. Okay. So it's really just what can the the center chassis avoid drop on <laughs> yeah. that will break everything. Yeah. And that's is that the biggest danger? Because I mean, sometimes you see, and I, I'm you know again, I'm not super familiar with off roadings, but you've seen the jeeps like fall backwards <laughs> or roll down a hill. Yeah. Is that uh, pretty extreme? Yeah, that's very extreme. Okay. It's very extreme. Um, Usually, uh, you wouldn't attempt that, uh, especially by yourself. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing is, is you want to uh, go with another vehicle that has a winch so they can help you. Help, either one of you can help each other out. Mm. Now, when you go on these kind of group trips, is it like 10 cars? Is it, you know, three cars? Like, what, what's, the, what's a good group to go? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, the events I've been with is, is usually there's a lot. Mm. And it's, it's, it's kind of a cool feeling that you're in that group. You guys are all in these built-up Jeeps. Like, it's definitely like you drive by people, they're like, wow. Like, oh, and they just keep seeing all the yeah, <laughs> yeah. convoy, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the more the merrier. Um, but anything, you know, three, four, five, like, it's, it's a pretty good time. Oh, that's cool. Now, how often does that, that kind of need help happen? Like, is, is it usually pretty smooth sailing except for like a tire or two? Or are, is there usually like a big issue that happens? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's usually, most part, you don't have any issues unless someone does something kind of crazy or, mm -hmm. or, or just unaware. Or, you know, you have once in a while where, where somebody will break down on, on some, something that happens or, you know, a bolt. No, shears yeah, off or that. something, yeah, right? Talk, talk about the sheared off bolt because that sounded like a situation. <laughs> yeah. So we were in a Big Bear and uh, a Jeep Cherokee who's got a unibody. Uh, they sheared off one of their bolts and they had no steering. Oh, yeah, so that that <laughs> that ended it pretty quickly uh, for the trail. So we just let everybody else go ahead. I stayed back with them, and then it was okay. Now we got to figure out how we're going to get this bolt. Uh, first off, what size it is. Is it okay, Dad? Please go to the hardware store. This is the size. Okay, now that you got it, how are you going to get it to me? Because I'm two miles in on this trail, yeah. and you're not going to make it with your regular car. So, uh, it, it, the community, the off-road community, is is very nice mm. and accommodating. They'll help. Uh, everyone's usually really cool. And no one wants to see anybody breaking down. So yeah, well, yeah, I think you just picture yourself like that, like, oh crap, that would suck. Yeah. Like I'm gonna try to help. At you the out. mercy of <laughs> you know nothing you can do. Like yeah. it is what it is. So now in those situations, do you guys have a kit with like just a bunch of random bolts and tools? Yeah. And, okay. Absolutely. I mean, I think everybody would uh, will have some sort of uh, hand tools. Uh, spare bolts and stuff that they have in, in their back, mm. some kind of tool chest, but obviously uh, secure down just in case the unfortunate where you do roll or something. You don't want that stuff kind of oh, coming out. out yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you look at the off-road setups and you're like, man, that seems like a lot of latches everywhere, but... It's totally necessary. For the safety. Straps and For sure. <laughs> now, if somebody was going to, you know, say I have a Jeep, I want to upgrade it. I'm thinking about, you know, getting more into off-road. Uh, do you have any tips in terms of, like, when you do do an upgrade or a new install, like testing it maybe before you go on your 8, 12-hour trip? Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a, a part of testing it. I think when you're, you know, originally start off trying to build the vehicle, you should try to have the end in mind. Mm. Just... Um, 
sometimes you're going to have to do some things twice if, if you don't have, okay, what, what you want your, your final build to be. Mm. So like, for example, so if you, you know, you want to go eventually to a set of 40 inch tires, you're going to have to re-gear as well. So like with your, your act, your, your, your ring and pinion and all that. So, uh, just kind of having that, uh, that end in mind when you are starting to build. It's time to pause for a moment and hear a word from our sponsor. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss this. J.C. Whitney is back. The original auto parts catalog, a garage staple and cultural cornerstone for over 100 years, is now a magazine. Whether you're a newcomer or a longtime gearhead, J.C. Whitney instills confidence by delivering expertly curated auto parts and a gateway to engaging community experiences, entertainment, resources, and inspiration. Learn more about the new J.C. Whitney at jcwhitney.com. Now that makes sense. Yeah, just getting a roadmap where you're like, okay, well, I eventually want to get to this, and so I'll need to upgrade these five things prior to doing that or I'll have to change those things out when I do the upgrade and and so on and so forth so that makes a ton of sense now for people who haven't done that before uh do you have kind of like an order of upgrades that you would recommend in terms of making your vehicle more off-road capable yeah I mean I think probably a lift wheels and tires is usually where people start um you know the uh the radials won't get you very far (laughs) off-road and and you're not going to have the clearance to get over something. So that's usually where people start, uh, along with a bumper, just for some protection in the front and the back. It's usually where where people start off first. Okay, so you don't get into, like, the winches and... uh. Uh, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you can get into that as well, but I think it's... it's, First, you need to be able to to do it um, and just have those access points, you know, higher lift, like I said, wheels, tires, and and bumpers. Now, you did talk about the, the kind of destination type off-road where you're like, okay, we're all going on this you know, road for eight hours. We're going to end up here, and then we're going to you know, sleep or camp, and then we're going to drive back down the road. That seems like a big trip. Yes. Um, how would you kind of you know, describe different off-roading journeys? Like if I had a Jeep, could I, I don't know, drive out to Joshua Tree or something and you know, do a trail for a day? Is it like a day trip? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's kind of you know, however you want to do it. Like... Uh, I have a cabin up in Big Bear, mm. and there's all, all sorts of trails up there. Uh, so we can just go on, you know, four or five hour, just drive on the trails or go home or, you know, try to find a spot and, and camp. It's kind of whatever you want to do. It just depends on, on how much stuff you can fit in your vehicle oh, and yeah. for how long you're going to be out there. Yeah. How comfortable are you going to be? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Food, water, and everything. Yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a lot of, it could be some planning, but I do like the, the concept. And, and we kind of chatted about this before where we were saying, what's the difference between overlanding and off-roading? And you were kind of saying that they're, they're kind of meshing together now? Or? Absolutely. Okay. So a lot of these, these off-road vehicles, the, the gladiators, the Jeeps, they're starting to be built with, with that in mind. Mm. The, the overhead campers. Uh, have been of a thing for you know last three four years, especially at SEMA. Uh, you can't go very far without seeing a, one of those those uh, folding tents. Exactly, those are awesome. So I mean, they're they're really meshing uh, very well, and, and those those off road vehicles that are very capable now you have the ability to put a tent on there and stay out there. So. Yeah, so people are turning. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, as long as you're doing all the work to drive down, the, you know, some hairy trail, then you should. Uh, stay somewhere or, or reach a nice view yeah right absolutely if it's worth the view it's yeah there you go why go anywhere <laughs> so with that said the destinations because i know you know i kind of talked about joshua tree where you have the kind of rocky trails and dirt and sand and everything uh do you have a favorite environment that you've tried well uh rubicon was probably the top of the list mm, okay. uh was big, that forest 
For yeah, a lot of a lot of forest, a lot of rock. A lot of rock. Okay. Um, so that was that was a uh, beautiful. A uh, lot of rock, some 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 streams, a little bit of river, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, a lot of forest as well. And same thing with Big Bear. Okay, more more like that uh, kind of steady, plodding pace versus like rally style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is not fast. <laughs> this is this is top ten, you know, ten fifty miles an hour. Oh okay. Like you're going pretty you're pretty slow up the hill or you know, up the hill down the path. You might catch a fire road where you can get up to thirty, oh. thirty five, but then the dust gets a little bit much. Oh, that's true. So yeah, there's it's it's more of a slower slower pace. Awesome. So if somebody was doing it for the first time, what would be a good balance of like entertaining but also uh, you know, challenging enough to make it interesting. I think I think Big Bear would probably be your spot. Um, like I said, they have a whole bunch of trails for you know the the beginners to the advanced, uh, and it won't take you eight hours to get in. Yes. So so you'll be able to test it a little bit and uh, kind of get the hang of it. Well, I like places with maps too. Where maps, it's like, yeah, yeah, go, so- <laughs> go somewhere somebody's done this before. Absolutely, <laughs> that's fantastic. So uh, in terms of upgrades, last question. Um, could they get those at carparts.com? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, carparts.com. We have uh, lifts uh, for your suspension, shocks, bumpers. Uh, we have it for your vehicle. Awesome. And we have uh, tutorials and whatnot. And, and you're actually helping us create some of that content, too. Absolutely. So we'll keep on producing that. Maybe we'll have a whole off-road series where you kind of say, hey, here's how to do the basics. Get people started. I'd be all for it. Awesome. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Scott. It's been uh, super helpful. I think this is our first episode kind of focused on off-roading. So definitely have you back on and we'll get into some of the nitty gritty of, uh, of that car enthusiast aspect. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> all right, gearheads and enthusiasts. That's another lab completed here at the In the Garage podcast by CarParts.com. Thanks for taking this ride with us today. Don't forget to check out CarParts.com for all your automotive needs because we know you value quality and convenience. Keep those engines purring, stay safe on the roads, and remember, no matter what your automotive interests are, we're here to fuel your passion. Until next time, I'm Mark DeGrasse.